Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. It has been a while. I will probably do a different episode where I give a little bit of a life update and just a bit of like an adventure update. I have been away for a few months. I went to Canada, all around Canada. The snow Whistler was so amazing. And then Vegas for Jazzy's 30th birthday where the boys put 30 grand on black and won and walked away with 60 grand. So that was crazy. And then had a few weeks in LA and then came back home via Hawaii, which was amazing. I went to Oahu and Big Island, Kona. So yeah, like so much has come out of that. And I definitely will do some episodes around that, around travel, around what I've learned from I don't know. Yeah. Like it was just like a big, I had a big heart opening experience when I was away, especially when I was in Hawaii, but that's for a different episode. Anyway. And then I came home and stayed. I hadn't been home for a while. I stayed at home for one night and last minute drove from Melbourne to Sydney up to well, Sydney, (laughs) to do an acting workshop with Kim Farrant, who's a director, and she's really, really amazing. So that was a three-day workshop, which was so much more than a workshop. Excuse the birds. It was, yeah, like it was very, um, very, 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 very deep. So a lot came from that, and I went into a little internal cocoon after that because – Um, I don't believe in like having to withdraw to integrate, but I do believe when you're navigating through heaps of shit, especially in such a time collapse period. And it's like very, very intense that, yeah, like I just, I just honored what I needed and I needed no social time. And, um, that's what I did. I didn't (laughs) talk to anyone for a bit. I stayed in my own energy, which was really beautiful and let all that simmer and, uh, Yeah. And then the lessons I got from that was also amazing. And then I spent like a month or so in Byron, Surfers Paradise, busking. Um, Yeah. That again is another episode about like listening to my voice. If you weren't aware, I'm still healing my voice. I lost it for seven months. I had nodules. So yeah, that's been a very, very, very big lesson. And now I'm home and I'm so happy and I'm so excited to get stuck into more podcast episodes and just like let them flow out. And I love traveling and I love being at home as well. Like I love the different energies of being away and and being at home. I love routine. I love not having routine. I love spontaneity, but I also love my structure. So being home and just, you know, having my like the gym that I go to and like my workouts and, and having a kitchen, like just all the things, like it's different in a van and it's different when you're overseas, especially I travel overseas by myself a lot, which is one energy. And then I travel overseas with the boys a lot, which is a whole different energy. And it's very spontaneous. It's very last minute. And I, I, I thrive off that. I thrive off I feel like I've conditioned myself to thrive off different sorts of energies, but yeah, they are different. And I am in a season where I am building the foundations of different parts of my business, um, as in like different businesses, because I see acting and music as a business and there's something else I'm working on. And then Nirvana is like a separate entity as well. So there's a lot going on and I feel <laughs> like, yeah, grounding down, being at home, being in my space. I'm really privileged with like the space that I have and what I can do, my freedom here. And yeah, it's 
it's tempting for me to go overseas because I was thinking about potentially going over to Europe again for the summer or LA. Um, but I know there's projects that I have to work on here, get off the ground. And then yeah, LA, LA is always going to be there. Um, yeah, I'm just so used to spending like the summertime there and going, going over there. So it was really nice to pop over there for a short time, but yeah, I'm, very, very keen to get these things going and at least get the foundation set so I'm not, you know, halfway around the world trying to navigate all these things. So that's like a brief, brief, brief update. But this episode, I want to make it short and sweet because I know I can go on like a million different tangents to like different areas within what I'm going into, if that makes sense. But I just want to make it super potent. This episode is about not apologizing for what you want. And this is so, so, so important and something that I attract into my life, not only only with clients, but just like people that I come across and conversations that I have. And I come across a lot of people that are apologizing for what they really want to do. I also come across healing clients that are here with me to like heal through certain trauma, certain um, whatever it is they want to heal. And then after their vessel is like really cleared and a lot of that gunk is cleared out from their mind, from their energy, from their body, from everything, they then discover that a part of them may want to be an artist, but they really struggle saying it. And I'm saying like really, really struggle saying it, saying struggle admitting it and like all this guilt and all these projections come up. So the first thing is if you feel scared to say that, what are you projecting onto people that claim what they want, claim their desires? Maybe they claim that, that they're a rock star. They claim that they're an artist. They claim that they're a painter. They claim that what is what are you afraid of? Are you afraid of judgment that other people aren't going uh, that other people aren't giving you the permission and the validation that you're good enough to claim that that's what you are and who you are? And I see this in people that even with acting, I'm always in acting classes and I'm always watching people's like chat to camera, which is you know like them talking about what they do, and a lot of people really dumb down being an actor, even if they've literally done it for like 10 years there's a part of them that's like oh I don't want to like I don't want to be cocky I don't want to blah 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 so this is like really important for your communication with the universe as well and the you the communication you have with your own subconscious mind right because we are commanding we are essentially commanding making commands to our subconscious mind and our subconscious mind follows so if you're telling your subconscious mind and if what you're saying out loud to other people your subconscious mind is listening to that so if you're apologizing and you're pretending you're not sure or you really aren't aren't sure that's fine as well but Deep down, you know, but you're kind of like lying to yourself. You're dumbing it down. You're dumbing down your desires. You are not doing yourself a favor. You are not putting in clear directions for your subconscious mind. You're not putting in clear directions for the universe to know what you are after. So if you're just saying, and when I reflect, so I'm lucky in a way because I haven't, I didn't go through a period of not saying that I want to do acting and music. So like a lot of people might, be a child and they're like, yeah, I want to be an astronaut. And then something happens and they get to a certain age where they realize that that is quote unquote stupid. So they change that and they start saying, I don't know, or they say something like a say something that's more socially acceptable and believable to the collective, right? I'm not here for people to claim what's believable to the collective. What I'm, what I mean when I say that is 
majority of people can get behind that and believe in you, right? Because there is fear in claiming something big and saying it out loud and dealing with other people kind of scoffing at you. And when I go back to my story about claiming what I want, I, I always wanted to do acting and music and I never had a period where I stopped saying that. However, there was a period in high school where I did do that Australian thing where I would dumb it down a little and be a little bit and people even when I was literally working not that you have to be working actors to claim that you're an actor um if you're in class and you're training and you're auditioning you're a working actor like getting in the room and auditioning you're a working actor congratulations own it um anyway even when I was on 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 things and stuff like that people would ask me what I'd do and I'd say oh acting and music stuff I even had a friend in high school a best friend of mine in high school that noticed that I was uncomfortable talking about being an actor and a lot of people would say would we'd we'd meet a lot of people and a lot of people would say oh you're you're neighbors and stuff like that and I used to always shrug it off not because I didn't want to talk about it um deep down I I love talking about acting of course I wanted to talk about it but I actually stopped myself and I I did this thing where I really dumbed it down and my friend would step in and say she doesn't like to talk about it and I loved that she did that for me because I was so afraid of appearing cocky of talking about it too much for someone else to come in and be like oh you, you think you're all that blah 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 I'm so not about that shit anymore and I really decided to train myself the exact opposite and I'll tell you something about being this doesn't just apply to acting music business whatever whatever you're claiming right but in the arts Australia has this thing where we dumb this shit down even if you're a professional in the field and you dumb it down there's no room for that shit like you go to LA, there's no room for that shit in America. You'll come across an actor in America that has less credits, less cre- training, less whatever, and they're claiming what they are. They're like, yeah, I'm an actor. Do you want to see my head? They're very like, they're they're very comfortable, and there's not enough. Sh- there's not as much shadow around selling themselves over there. But over here, there's this like thing, and there's this like got to be cool thing. Even in the music in the music area, if you're too like, um. I don't know, like it is very celebrated to be underground in Australia. And if you're like too pop and too like, you know, too not mysterious enough, it can be like not cool. And I don't know, just like fuck that. Like I love mysterious, like I love mysterious artists. I get the, I I get it. I get the allure of that. But when you're, when you're, when you're dumbing down your desires, it's just, it's just another story. Anyway, I decided to do this thing years and years ago. I started I mean, yeah, probably like five, six years ago. And even if I was uncomfortable, I was going to stop saying, oh, just music and acting stuff. And I still work on it, on it now. I still do it, to be honest. Um, but I decided to start claiming I, I want to be a rock star or I'm going to be a rock star. That's a hard, that's a hard one as well. Um, because it's just so <laughs> like it, it, it's, it's got a, it's got a flavor of audacity to it. But also I watch artists that are successful and they're using their audacity as a superpower. And the artists that succeed are audacious enough to believe that they're going to succeed. So we can shift that and cha- like, you know, find the beauty in, in, in that and in being audacious as well. Um, anyway, I decided to start saying I am a rock star or I, I want to be a rock star or like, what do you, what do you want to do? Like, I want to be a rock star, right? And I noticed like a lot of different, um, uh, energy 
coming back to me from the different type of people that I might say that to. I mean, I don't go around and tell people, but if they ask me, they're asking me a question. They wanted the answer, right? And it's really interesting because if there's uncomfortability uncomfortability in me when I say that, that's that's my responsibility and that's for me to work on. Even if the other person says something about that, uh, makes the joke about it, whatever they want to do, that's my responsibility. But I do notice that I've been at parties and I, I might not say, it like that, but I might be talking about my dreams and goals. And I also protect myself and with who I talk about it because I also don't like, I, I don't, I don't have space to talk about it with people that aren't supportive, but let's just say like I've mentioned it at parties and stuff and might get a, like a little giggle or a scoff and it's not even putting me down. It's them being uncomfortable because they're then reflected a mirror of like, oh my, oh my God, like whether they're conscious of it or not, they might project it onto me and be like, oh, that's cocky or like that's delusional or whatever. There's actually a part of them that's playing small and they don't know how to play big and they're very actually scared of that. Like fear comes up for them because they're just like, what the fuck? I need to sneeze. <coughs> oh, bless me. And then there's the flip side of that where there's people that I'm absolutely inspired by, or maybe I've just met, but they've got that aura. I know I feel their magnetism and I claim that to them. And like a lot of my mentors, like they're making seven figures, right? If I tell them like, I want to do this and that, they're not laughing at it because they see it because they see it from themselves as well. And when I go into meetings in, at, in Beverly Hills with producers and other people and, and, and this and that, and I say, they say, what are you, what are you after? I'm like, yeah, like worldwide, worldwide, worldwide rockstar they don't flinch and that that can be their believability in me of course but it's actually their believability in themselves that's a reflection of themselves like they're here sitting in their Beverly Hills office like they're they're running a production company why the fuck are they going to laugh at me because I say I want to be a rock star? They're working with rock stars. Also, they don't have space for me to come in and be like, oh, well, I just I just want to sing because I love it. And like, maybe if like, if it turns into no fucking way, like why the fuck are they going to work with me if I'm like, oh, well, like maybe if it works out, but like, oh, like it's just like a hobby. What the fuck? Like they don't have space for that. Like own it, own it. Especially if you're going into meetings, like, like they're they're getting behind it they're like fuck yeah cool so how can we make this work and you want to back it with talent as well like there's there's gaps there right there's gaps you want to fill maybe you need to fill the gap of actually being good at your craft and maybe you need to fill the gap of confidence but work on both at the same time start owning it and I see this as well like I always go to acting workshops and people do their chat to camera and they're talking about uh, the casting director will always ask what have you done lately and people all this shame comes up for people when they say that they haven't got any credits or they oh they've just did this tiny little short film like why are you downplaying like what you've done like that's amazing like if your credits have have been that you start in a short film like own that as if it's amazing if you're training why do we have to say just like oh i've just been training like you're training like you're taking initiative like you're you're being a proactive actor but i see a lot of this apologetic kind of energy around claiming what you want and 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 not having the external evidence or validation of credits or whatever it is to be like oh yeah like I am an actor or now I'm an actor because I got cast like what the fuck does that even mean like I know some of the best actors that haven't been cast anything in in, in LA that have moved there from their home state and have been there for 10 years and training every single week week in week out for hours on end like they're actors they're actors they're studying the craft they're going into the room. You're auditioning in the room. You're a working actor. 
Anyway, I'm so passionate about this because not only am I very, you know, I really love being surrounded by people that are lifting each other up and celebrating your dreams and stuff like that. I I really am in a space where it's like, if there's any scoffing around that, I'm just like, okay, like you don't see it for yourself, which, which is amazing. And I can hold that. And I see that and I love that. And that's fine. But like, I want to be in the rooms where everyone's like, yes. <laughs> and I am really passionate about when I meet people. And I often ask people as well, like, I'm not, I'm not doing it to like be weird or anything like that. But if they're talking about their music and stuff, I, um, I'll be like, yeah, like, do you want, do you want to be a rock star or like, like, do you want to take acting to like the ultimate level? And when I say rock star, it's not, it's not about the fame or anything like fame and fame and metrics and numbers and and all of that shit is just a byproduct of the impact you're creating. And like, for me, when I say rock star, it's not me saying I want to be famous. Like that's, that's like a separate thing. But being a rock star for me is if I am creating the most impact I can with acting, music, poetry, um, like this, like this spiritual, the spiritual business everything that I'm doing, everything that I'm creating, if I'm creating the most impact through that and healing the most people with my music, doing all that stuff, um, connecting with as many people as I can, obviously uh, that requires a bigger audience, right? Like that's just a byproduct. So all of that is a byproduct. It's not like I'm striving to get, um, and like, I know, like I know from my, my heart, like my desire with, with, with my art is, um, such a soul desire wanting to heal and wanting to connect and all these like beautiful things. So I don't have any weirdness around like claiming that and wanting that. Anyway, I just, I, I just like, I get really sad when I meet people and I've, I, I, I'll ask them, do you want to be a rock star? And they, they get really uncomfortable. And that's where, well, I mean, I, I don't get sad because I know like they're having a conversation with me and usually it's a really healing conversation. And I usually say something like, Hey, own it. Like, own it like of course like of course and like the way that people open up when they're having these conversations and 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 walk away from these conversations feeling like okay like it's safe for me to be big it's safe for me to express it's safe for me to declare what I want so you make it clear to yourself so you give those commands to your subconscious mind so you make it clear to the universe so you're putting something in the gps for yourself to follow and 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 get to right like the universe if you don't have anything in the gps it doesn't really know where it's going and if you're just saying like oh it's just like this floaty hobby and it's nothing well that's how it's going to be treated by your subconscious mind by your actions like everything follows what you're telling yourself but if it's a big fucking deal like like me making music is a big fucking deal so i make it a big deal like i make sure the people i'm working with and the people that are on board are my projects feel like it's a big fucking deal like I don't want to work with people on a project and for them think that it's just like some hobby or something that we can just half ass that's not what it's about so I'm so 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 passionate about this and notice as well like it feels really good to help others own their desires as well because a little like hack with your subconscious mind if you're being selfish about things and you're not wanting others to be big but you're wanting to be big well obviously you need to look at that shit but your subconscious mind whatever you're saying or or to other people or saying about other people thinks it's about them as well so start being me having a lisp Start being expansive with yourself and expansive with other people because really, obviously, when you're thinking in abundance, you want that for other people as well. And I've met those people that I can feel that they want that for me as well. And I've met also people that I totally 
totally understand because acting can be a hard game. It can all be in a hard game. It can all be a hard game, right? Where, where there's a competitive energy to it or there's a, a bit of intimidation when you're playing big and speaking big um, and then there's support there when you're feeling small, but that's just because you're feeling small, right? But as soon as you're feeling big, other people might be intimidated by that. And that's fine. If I notice that in people, I don't I don't make it wrong. I can see that. I don't necessarily always have to bring it back. Maybe I just might hold back sometimes in conversations when it comes around my 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 plans, my goals, my dreams, because I love the energy around it to be super supportive. But also I love building the resilience around it too. And if someone wants to be like, yeah, but how are you gonna do that? It's also an opportunity for me to be like, okay, do I have any doubt around that? And sometimes I do, and sometimes I cry it out, sometimes I work on that. But they're they're always pointing me to the direction where I can strengthen my own self-assurement and my own self-validation and my own confidence in what I'm doing, right? If, if you're super triggered by that, then that's a reflection. That's a mirror. And that happens to me all the time. Like I'll, I I will really want that validation sometimes and that um, encouragement. And when it doesn't come, it can stab me in the chest, like really like hardcore. And that's an amazing opportunity for me. So that's kind of, yeah, like what I wanted to say, I, I touched on the part where I was training myself to say I'm a rock star and stuff like that. And um, I remember one time when I was living in Venice in this like spiritual house, a lot of like health nuts and influencers, entrepreneurs, people doing all these sort of things. We do these exercises sometimes. And I remember we went around in a circle once and we were making a declaration towards something. I, I don't even remember what it was, but it was a really safe sp- space. Everyone dreamt big. It was awesome. And I remember it not coming to me. And I'm very confident in speaking, but sometimes when in these circle situations, when like all eyes on you, it can be like very full on. And I decided before it came to me that I was going to say, I am a rock star, not I'm going to be a rock star or I want to be a rock star. It was just like we had to say a sentence. And when it came to towards me, like I felt sick about it. Like I was saying in front of like 60 people or something. And I said, I'm a rock star. Like I said it like really fucking owning it. And it felt gross. And that's why I want to bring this up as well. It's not always going to feel amazing. (laughs) It felt gross. But everyone cheered. Everyone cheered and was really supportive about that. It's not always a a thing about how other people react. Despite how they reacted, a part of me went, oh, like, did I really just do that? Is that cringe? Is that embarrassing? Like, all that kind of, like, teenage energy. And, yeah, I'm (laughs) – I'm sure if I did that like a hundred times, sometimes it might feel good. Sometimes it might feel gross. Besides the point, and you don't have to do any of that shit. It is about how you speak to yourself internally. Um, but out loud is just as important. Like our, our words are, are, are weaving a web. Like our words, words, <laughs> words are weaving a fucking web, right? Um, so yeah, stop downplaying what you want and feeling guilty taking up space. And also if you need to go back to like, where did you learn? to feel guilty for taking up space. That's a big one. So you don't always have to go back in time, back in childhood, back in whatever, but you know, there may have been a moment where where it was um it wasn't celebrated and then you made a decision subconsciously, consciously, whatever, that it's not safe for you to claim that and um be honest with yourself. So yeah. Do you want to be a rock star? Do you want to be an artist? Do you want to be a painter? I've had clients come to me that it, it took so much energy for them to confess to me 
confess. I say the word confess because it was this big thing inside them that they they may want to give that a go. They may want to paint, but like, who the fuck am I to say that I'm a painter? Like, right? And it's like, no one's going to float down and give you a permission slip. Like, what are you waiting for? Like the people that are doing the big dog things over in LA or over wherever, they're not going to the audition. Like, I don't go to an audition being like, oh, like, it's just, just, I'm just acting. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what I mean by that. But like, yeah, like I'm like, I'm a professional actor. Like, is that cocky? Like, what the fuck? Like, if I'm a plumber, I'm going to someone's house to fucking plumb. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a professional plumber. I've been doing this for like 10 years. It's my bread and butter. I know it back to the front. I've studied it. Like, it's my life. And a lot of the thing times with art, it's our, it's actually our fucking life more than it is a lot of people doing their normal jobs. A lot of people do their normal jobs. They come home and they're not doing their normal jobs. Like a plumber's going to come home from work. They're probably not just going to keep studying plumbing because they just love it. They're not going to be up all night studying plumbing books. Maybe they are. Like, I don't know. A lot of people have their work and it's very separate. But with artists, it's like, say with me, like acting and music is my life. It doesn't mean like I'm in my room, like doing skits to myself all the time, but like <laughs> the real craft of acting and like what it's about and like that deep knowing of yourself and like being, being an artist is like, it's a fucking, it's a life, it's a life choice. And it's, it's a way of life. It's a lens. It's a perception. It's the way that you perceive everything and the way that you treat everything, the way that I choose to dress myself in an artistic way today. Like that's me being an artist, even though my art may be singing and, and writing and music or acting or whatever. So it, it can be funny because it's like, oh, when do you get that official permission slip? Like you can now do this. And I'm using the, I'm using art, but you can, you know, put this into anything. Like you can make this about being a business coach or whatever it is, like whatever aligns with you, whatever you're not claiming start to claim. I'm so passionate about this and I love seeing people really claim it and also celebrating other people for claiming their bigness and just a celebration of bigness all around. Like it's just, yeah, there needs to be more safety in expressing your true desires, even if they seem far away, more safety in that and more believing that you're, you're, you're worthy, you're enough. Like your worthiness is such a weird thing. Like even a serial killer can be an, an, an artist, like like, what does that even mean? Like, does he have to be, there's no worthiness level of saying like what you are and what you do and, and who you can be, right? Um. Anyway, I, uh, yeah, just let that kind of like spill out of me because that was front of mind and I'm really passionate about this topic. Yeah, <laughs> be big, claim your desires and, and set, yeah, set your intentions, right? If you don't set those intentions of what you want to do and who you want to be, well, it's going to be really tricky, tricky, <laughs> really tricky to follow that path. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you loved it, send it to someone, share it, give me feedback, send me a message, give it a five stars. Um, yeah, I really appreciate it and really love it. And I will see you next time.